Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Shadow Work Podcast. Now, I know an episode airs the first Monday of the month, which I will be back on track for April. Homegirl over here had an audio hiccup that delayed releasing an episode. And if you listened to the last episode with my beautiful best friend and guest Alicia P., our first recording was totaled by static and there was no recovery. My incredible audio tech guy, Tierney, caught it and alerted me right away, um, which I'm so grateful for. Usually I listen to the episode and then forward it to him, but that time I confidently sent it to him without doing that, which um, by the way, huge shout out to my audio tech guy, Tierney, who is so cool. Um, so he's just awesome. I reached out to him to talk and, and just uh, bond. We usually go back and forth within emails or text messages. And I learned he's an introvert. So high five and let's pretend there's like a little clapping sound there in the background. Um, Cause I know we will have a cool low maintenance relationship. I really enjoy low maintenance relationships. So huge shout out to him and to my friend being available again to re-record the entire episode. So, and I do have to add that which I thought was so cool, what I learned is that he doesn't just clean up the episodes, he listens to them. So that like makes me feel like a little geek, like I'm geek happy. So thank you so much, Tierney. Anyway, so lately, or should I say for a while, I have been experiencing a creativity block. And, you know, some advice that I've received in the past from other creatives, podcasters, authors, bloggers, is to ask for help from friends, social media audiences, especially where your friends exist, the people that inspire you and are inspired by you. So I went to good old Instagram and posted in my story how I was struggling and I gave three topics as options as to what I should talk about today. I would have loved to ask everyone what they would have liked to hear but burnout is real and it would have been unfair because for one, I was procrastinating. So it was a very last minute. Um, and it just would have been unfair to ask people to pull out topics for my podcast in such a short amount of time. Um, so yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I have to say the people have spoken. So the three topics I tossed out to them was one, my relation to love and shadow work. Two, my 2021 journey of the soul. And three, the solved mystery behind being single and content. Who would have known the people wanted to know <laughs> how I can be so single and so content? Um, the journey of the soul did come in right under that. And then the relation to love and shadow work didn't even do well at all, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with ducking from, from that conversation at the moment. So shout out to the five woman, Daniel Zamanesh, who has been a magnif magnificent friend to me. Also one of the funniest women I know, great sense of humor. Um, Danielle and I have had 
plenty of life-changing conversations. And in many ways, she's helped me embrace my shadows. She has no idea um, what I owe her for those moments of my life, for someone to view me beyond an aspiring Catholic youth minister, allowing me to exist um, in ways that was hard for me to. So my love, this flower is for you. Um, Next woman, the second one is Jennifer Santabria for being my amazing college roommate. We met for a day, a day people, as roommates at St. Peter's College in Jersey City. And of course, wait a minute, I thought you went to John Jay College. It turns out I couldn't attend St. Peter's um, College because my and she ended up leaving shortly after me. So, um, but Jen and I, when we met, our our souls literally gravitated to each other. It's, it's as if we knew each other before. We felt so connected that we embraced like best friends. Um, we already had each other on, on the Facebook back in the day when it was for college students. Um, and that's how we connected and talked prior to meeting. But since then, until this, I mean, since then, and even up until this day, I, I, that's what I mean to say, we both recognize each other as who we are. It's like nothing about us changed. Silly, <laughs> hysterical woman. It's a timeless feeling. And I love that. A timeless relationship. So this flower is for you. The second woman, Alicia P., who also was a guest. Thank you again so much for showing up and having that transparent conversation with me and with everyone here that are, you know, all the listeners. In my 20s, um, when I struggled with finding my emotions. Alicia helped me find them and speak on them. You know, she put a voice to so many things that I struggled with in my heart space. And there was just never any kind of judgment, especially, um, you know, having these conversations that were so raw and there was just so much gentleness applied to it. Um, She is such a golden pony. So yes, Alicia, this rose is for you. Oh, Flower, oh, look at me changing it to a rose. How you doing? <laughs> Will you accept this rose? So, uh, fourth woman is Esther OJ. This this woman, I, I think of her and like my heart jilts with happiness. <laughs> she just cracks me up. She is the essence of my soul. <laughs> Um, which you guys will get a taste of her this season and I can't wait. She is my cousin. She's always up to something, but with the bang, bougie and glitter and everything like sparkly and shiny. I just love it. Um, she is another bona fide woman that makes single, makes being single look like a luscious candy drop. Like, so I can't wait to collab with her and shake and shake things up. It's going to be a fun time. This flower is for you. And last but not least to my Jamie Lynn, I am so in love with your heart. Um, It's so big and so precious and should be protected. It also should be treated with very tender hands. So this flower is especially for you. Thank you, ladies, so much for for helping me today. Um, So this is my take, my experience. And I just want to preface whenever I mention romantic relationships or a relationship, I mean two people in a physical relationship with each other. So many of my friends, 
know me as being the single friend and the very happy single friend. Before my last relationship that lasted for three years, I was single for 10 years. I absolutely had relationships without titles. Those relationships weren't public and they existed for only me, as it should. Singlehood isn't something I wear brazen on my chest, boldly proclaiming my status. It is something that I have gracefully embraced. And I'm not saying I have not had the days, the nights, the weeks or months where I truly wanted someone by my side and and a companionship. I do believe we are not built to be solely alone, even though there are those of us that enjoy our solitude more frequently than others. And to, you know, paint a picture at such a young age, and this is just who I am, I recall being a loner. Mind you, I had five siblings, you know, four brothers and one sister. (laughs) So that can get loud pretty easy. And I enjoyed removing myself and taking in the quiet. I enjoyed looking out the window and just looking at the sky and just pondering. I've always been a deep thinker. Um, I love looking at the, the sky, the stars, the clouds, watching people from my window, creating stories in my imagination about them, or just simply studying their daily habits. It sounds a little creepy, I know, but it speaks volumes into uh, having a bachelor's in forensic psychology. I just enjoyed, you know, doing these things. I enjoyed playing alone, even though I always welcomed and was always welcomed to play with my siblings when the occasion arose. I just enjoyed my company better or just as well. I just, I cherished it. Um, I even remember in elementary, I, I, I liked being my own friend and I was picked up by other friends. <laughs> and I think my first, my first friend in elementary school was Courtney Stewart because I remember she came up to me and she was like, do you want to be friends? It's it's so it's so funny. And then I usually like to find a friend like, okay, then you're just my only friend. But she kind of forced me to be like friends with everybody else. (laughs) Not saying I don't enjoy people, uh, but I was young and I really. Yeah. So anyway. um, As a young girl and teen, what I realized was that we were early on always being constantly bombarded with messages on how to kiss a boy, what do boys like, vice versa, how to dress, you know, the flimsy magazines, the saturated shows, music and media. It was, it was all frustrating. And I was well aware what was happening. I knew what the agenda was. Um, Reflecting back, I was in a youth group and they raised those issues to our attention and talked about them thoroughly. And I'm so grateful for having that experience. I know it's something I want for my future children. And what's scary scarier is that things are depressingly worse. And how could I not want that for my future children to be plugged into a community where people are trying to protect you? We are continuously evolving, discovering ourselves, broken from experiences. Sometimes we are in We are in states of confusion, underdeveloped. So why such a huge emphasis placed on romantic relationships? 
At such young, tender, naive ages, we were bombarded with messages in the shows we watched, the cartoons, movies, the music we listened to, to desire a relationship with another person. And we didn't even know what it was like to have a relationship with ourselves. Quite the toxic move, if you ask me. Why do you think so many of us spiral so wild, wild and rapidly at some point in our lives? The skillful conditioning to seek and search for everything outside of us. How come we aren't groomed in what it's like to stand as an individual person that seeks to understand our own essence without the glorification of being with someone? You know, uh, how come we're not taught how to define ourselves outside of that, within our own selves? I mean, how different the storylines would be for us if we were actually provided the education early on on mental health, emotional intelligence, the soft skills at the rate everything else was. How powerful and well-progressed would we be? The movie Wakanda was beautiful and powerful for many reasons, and one of them being the depth and understanding of self the characters portrayed, lacking the conditioning and poison we experienced and are still experiencing grown adults, children, I mean, of all ages. And I feel it's so important to sit with yourself and understand who you are within at the core despite what's happening in a world, despite even a slight imbalance of what's happening in your life or within you, at least knowing who you are at the core. Like, how do you identify there within that place? I mean, I know you see quotes floating around on social media in search of finding ourselves, we return to who we once were, or in finding myself, I went back to who I once was. How I view silence is that silence is a sweet friend. You meet your thoughts there. You get to find yourself there. And for those of us that pray, we meet God there too. There is such an amazing and beautiful intimacy in those moments. We are so multidimensional, but we coast right along, showing up in a few ways because only a few ways seem to be accepted, only certain angles. <laughs> Knowing yourself, being with yourself, hearing your voice and being firm in who you are is so top tier. There's so much beauty that we tend to miss. And there honestly is so much beauty in being single. It's such a journey, such a a beautiful way to be. Um, there's no denying that. I would rather be alone than settle for someone who only loves me buffet style, picking what they want on their plate, unable to fit everything. Someone that likes certain aspects of me, certain traits, but wants me to silence other parts of me because it doesn't fit their version of what they project me to be, which is murder to the soul for me. And I've done it. Oh, I've done it. It was it was hard to forgive myself, but in finally practicing that grace, I resurrected everything that was put to sleep and more. I found more. 
that was hidden. And I was able to do that without the distraction of having another person in my personal space seeking the attention, assurance, and validation that relationships need. I needed that. Weirdly enough, oddly enough, at a young age, I had an inner knowing that people constantly change and I and that I will change many times before landing in my place of comfort where I can receive and accept a partner. A timeless love is top tier. I, I actually always knew for a long time that I will be single and comfortable with it. And not saying that I always liked it. I mean, at times it was upsetting because I'm human. I have those same yearnings and desires. They happen less frequently. They're silent and swift, (laughs) but I have them. I've had men think they knew what they wanted when they were looking at me in the eyes. The issue was I was never fully myself because I was buried under expectations, silently clawing my way out of an image that didn't resonate with me. I truly give all of those men flowers. I never wanted to be, and I don't want to be loved when someone wakes up one morning and doesn't recognize me. You know, two strangers existing. That is a never ending theme that I always hated and don't want for myself. I want someone that sees all sides of me and none of it feels foreign, even if discomfort is present at some points. A timeless love. (laughs) That is top tier. So I have no magic pill on how I enjoy being single because I am built this way. A low-maintenance woman who is charmed by silent conversations, although I can talk a lot. (laughs) But low-maintenance also does not mean I don't have my faults. Then again, I am Nigerian, which is close to perfection. (laughs) But seriously, guys, being single has been easier for me than finding someone I would like to exist with in all ways. It's a rare occurrence, but being single and flowing to the tune of you know, the beat of my own drum is is a magnificent feeling to me. I I enjoy it. It's not it's not a sad journey. It's nothing that brings me sadness. It brings me peace. I love that I'm I'm I feel like this. And I don't like when people pity me being single. Don't ever pity me. So again, there's no pet magic pill. Uh, pill, but I can share that spending time with yourself when you want company is powerful in itself. When you push through the abandonment issues that may exist, when you ask yourself those heavy yet often avoidable questions on why those abandonment issues exist, which person, parent, or guardian created it, and how can we heal that? What resurrects for you when you think of your security and abandonment? And what does it what does it mean for you? So there goes my swift kick and pluck to your heart. <laughs> Being a human is messy and confusing. 
It also has a lot of beautiful layers. So I'm here with you for all of it, my cuties. Until next time with a special guest and another impactful conversation. Bye now.